This episode is brought to you by the 35th Annual Meeting of the Society for Maternal Fetal Medicine, working together for the global advancement of safe and healthy pregnancies. To find out more and register online, go to www.smfm.org. You're listening to the American Journal of Perinatology podcast. Hosted by Dr. Bill Goodnight and Dr. Chris Robinson, each month we take an in-depth look at a paper published in the American Journal of Perinatology. Today, we would like to welcome Dr. Joanne Stone, the Scientific Forum Chair for the SMFM 35th Annual Meeting, the Pregnancy Meeting, in San Diego, California, on February 2nd through February 7th, 2015. Dr. Stone is a professor of OBGYN and maternal fetal medicine at the Mount Sinai Hospital in New York. And together with Dr. Sean Blackwell, Dr. Bob Silver, and Dr. Andrew Helfgott have put together an excellent annual meeting program. Dr. Stone has joined us today to provide a preview to the upcoming annual meeting scientific forums, postgraduate courses, and scientific sessions, including oral and poster presentations. Those who have attended this meeting in the past understand that it is a week full of expert information and current research on the wide range of topics in maternal fetal medicine. Complete information on the pregnancy meeting and registration can always be found on www.smfm.org. The beginning of the week, February 2nd through February 4th, consists mainly of postgraduate courses in which experts in each subject area present up-to-date clinical and research information on topics in maternal fetal medicine. Topics range from debates in obstetrics, such as screening for cervical length in low-risk women, what is the ideal cesarean delivery rate, to management of placenta accreta and critical care obstetrics. Scientific forums are opportunities for those interested in certain clinical areas to meet and exchange current information on subjects in maternal fetal medicine from quality and safety to diabetes. These are found on Wednesday afternoon, February 4th. Starting Thursday, February 5th, and running until Saturday, February 7th, are the oral and poster sessions where new and original research is presented. The top oral presentations are Thursday, February 5th in the morning session and are a top draw for the conference. 86 oral presentations and 800 posters will be presented at this year's meeting. Dr. Stone, thank you for joining us today to discuss some of the academic highlights of the 35th Annual Pregnancy Meeting. Is there a common theme to this year's meeting? One theme of the meeting is the international emphasis during this meeting. So we have speakers, judges that are from all different countries, young people come really from all over, but the emphasis is on the global nature of this meeting. There are a variety of different talks that are given by international leaders in the field. Friday from 5.45 to 6.15, there's a special lecture by Dr. Nathan Gomez-Zoglu from the WHO, and he's going to be speaking about global maternal and perinatal health in a changing world. So I think that was one example of the things that are done to stress the international representation here at the meeting. That hits on a couple of Dr. Bergella's themes. He is very interested in maternal and perinatal morbidity and mortality, and I think approaching that from an international standpoint looks to be a good highlight for this meeting. Yes, absolutely. And we also know on Monday, February 2nd, between 1 to 5.30, it's the whole putting the M back in MFM. It's a special session on maternal mortality. Dr. Mary Dalton and Dr. James Keller are very much involved in running that session. So again, that emphasis on maternal morbidity and mortality is one of the focuses of the meeting. Great. Dr. Stone, it sounds like our president, Dr. Bergella, has some special addresses planned for the opening to the Thursday and Friday 
Friday meetings. Can you discuss those a little more? On Thursday from 7.30 to 8 o'clock, I'm going to give the welcome and the presidential address. And then on Friday, recognizing the new board-certified SMFMs at the meetings. These are people that just recently passed their boards. The program over the week is divided into several different academic opportunities. These include the postgraduate courses, the scientific forums, and then the original research presentations in oral and poster form. Can you compare and contrast or, or discuss sort of the goals of each of those courses? Mm -hmm. uh, the postgraduate courses are intended to be longer courses on a particular topic, so they're either a full-day course or they're a half-a-day course focusing on a variety of different interests that somebody might choose to go to, so whether it's medical complications or whether it's advances in perinatal genomics. There's so much to choose from in terms of more intensive educational uh, material being presented. The scientific forums are free sessions, so you don't need to pay for that. There are a couple of new scientific forums this year. One is obesity because of the prevalence of obesity in uh, the U.S. especially, that's a new form, so that should be quite interesting. Some forms are held every year, so there's always a forum on ultrasound, there's always a forum on genetics, things like that. So people who have interest in those areas will be able to attend that. But it's a great opportunity to be able to spend a couple of hours, because there are just a few hours in the afternoon on Wednesday, attending either one or several different forums. Sometimes people run in and out, and again, there's no charge for these forums, so that's really nice. There's also going to be a special section for program directors, and that is being held Tuesday from 1 to 5. It's an MFM program director's workshop. So this is run once every few years, so this year this will be run, so that's always a really nice thing for program directors to attend to. And I hear on Thursday and Fridays you can have the opportunity to have lunch with an expert in certain fields. Yes, lunch and roundtables are always a nice event. They get sold out pretty quickly, so people do have to register for that. So it's nice to have these experts. So there's uh, one on infection. Brenna Anderson will be talking about CMV infection, which is something that we all certainly see. The role of chromosomal microarray will be discussed. Lorraine Dugoff, and that will be pretty terrific. Ben Mall is going to be giving the ABOG SMFM lecture, and that's a collaboration of clinical trials and individual participant meta-analysis. So um, it's really talking about clinical trials and giving some good information. And then Zorko Alcirovic will be talking about Cochrane reviews and meta-analysis. So it's nice to have some of these speakers who are really experts in the literature and teaching how to read and interpret the literature well. And that is great for, I think, all MFMs as well as fellows. The big problem I see is that there are too many good ones all at the same time. Yeah, I know. Hard to choose. So how does the program committee choose the topics for the courses, and how do you select the course directors and the forum chairs? The forum chairs are actually elected for two years, so if it's the second year, they hold an election and they vote for the next forum leader. So it's done at the time of the forum by the different speakers of the forum. In order to create a scientific forum, it, it has to be approved by the board. So the board does approve the scientific forums. The postgraduate course is really run by the postgraduate course chair. 
so people can present different ideas for postgraduate courses. They have to present who the speakers are, and so that's uh, decided upon by the postgraduate chair and the committee. The abstracts and the presentations, you know, what is a poster and what is a oral presentation is typically it's been done by the program chair due to Andy's unfortunate death. In this case, it was done by the committee itself with the help of one of the former program chairs. And we really went through every single abstract. And of course, the abstracts go out to general reviewers, and they go out to expert reviewers, and we take their reviews into consideration, look at the different topics, and then decide on what is an oral and what's a poster. There were somewhere around 1,600 abstracts this year. It was like a record number, so it was really incredible to have such great involvement by the SMFM community in terms of the research that they're doing. The other thing that's new this year, we tried it out last year just uh, as a trial. Now we have several electronic posters that are being presented. I think that's the way of the future. I think eventually this will all be electronic, but this year there'll be about, I think, about 30 electronic posters in each session. A trend that I've seen in the postgraduate courses is more of an emphasis on simulation courses. It looks like we have a simulation workshop for ultrasound mm -hmm. as well as critical care simulation courses. That's true. I mean, I think that a simulation on the you know, ultrasound-guided invasive procedures is really necessary because I think everybody is seeing a decline in CVS. So especially with non-invasive prenatal screening, so I think that a simulation course is really useful. The other thing that I think is very interesting is the course that's on running an efficient practice and also dealing with the Affordable Care Act. So I think that everybody is facing challenges with changes in the way medicine is going to be practiced in the future. So I think that's something that's going to be quite useful. And I think also to recognize that not everybody that attends SMFM is in academic medicine. Most of the people are out there just practicing and so to have a course on running an efficient practice and a profitable practice is really useful. So let's turn a little bit to the oral and poster presentations and without filling the beans or stealing any thunder, are there some presentations you're most excited about this year? I'll tell you that it was absolutely unanimous, you know, not even like a hesitation for the first couple of talks on Thursday. You know, the oral plenary session is always the hugest session. They are the most, I think, some of the most exciting research. Not that everything isn't exciting, but some of the most exciting new research is presented at that plenary session. So George Sade is going to present the trial on the fetal EKG analysis of the ST segment, the STAN trial, with an adjunct to intraportant fetal heart monitoring. It's a randomized trial, and this is done through the network, and it's been going on for years. So I think everybody's very excited to see the results of that trial. Mary Norton is also presenting on self-free uh, DNA analysis versus sequential screening as primary testing, and I think that's something that we all are facing. So I think those two are going to be really fascinating studies. There are several presentations looking at autism, both oral and poster, and I think that's important as well. The fellows research is always exciting too, and that's on Friday. That's the uh, oral plenary session on Friday. So there's some really great work by the fellows out there 
Um, and what we try to do is typically that session tends to be often quite heavy in basic science, so we try to make it both basic science as well as clinical. So there's uh, good topics that are uh, clinically related. For example, one is the outcomes of inductional labor after prior cesarean versus expected management, and I think that's a really good trial. And then there's also great basic science research presented as well. And there are several presentations, both in the concurrent as well as in uh, this plenary session on um, antibiotic dosing uh, for cesarean section, especially looking at obesity, changing the dose of medications based on maternal obesity. So I think that'll be interesting, too. Some not-miss forums or courses this year? Tell people to rush out right now and get registered. Well, it really depends on your interest. I would hate to say one of us. I think all of them are not seeing this, and I think everybody wishes that we can, um, you know, that we can go to all of them. In fact, one of the things that we're going to be talking about for the future is, um, is it possible to record the um, postgraduate courses and then off a CD or some way that everybody can get to attend because there's so many great courses out there. I think people, you know, struggle to choose. So it really depends on either what you're most interested in or what you think you're most efficient in. If you, you know, if you think you're most efficient in critical care, you should probably attend that course. If it's just something that you love and you love genetic, go to that one. There's a wealth of great information and lots of uh, not miss forums and oral presentations. Do you have any tips for someone like a new fellow or a new attendee? Um, or even us seasoned attendees on how to navigate this meeting and maximize your experience. I think that there is so much to so much going on and so many great talks and even you know evening sessions things like that that are happening. That take a look at the program, really take a look at it, map out where you want to be when, and put it down in your calendar so you know exactly where you want to be at what time because it's a lot of running around. Things can happen at the same time. You may want to run into three different scientific forums. Just know where they are and what which ones you want to go to. Plan, again, plan ahead. I think that the Hilton already booked up, so the registration process is already underway to a very great extent. So just peruse it, read everything through, look at what, what you want to go to, and plan ahead because I think if you wait to the last minute, it's going to be a little bit chaotic and you may be shut out of things that you really want to go to. And I'm here to foster some of the excellent learning and to get you energized to keep up the pace. There are several new events this year. Yes, there's a lot of new events at this meeting that are really exciting. So uh, one of them is that we're offering yoga twice a day, Monday through Friday. Times will be posted. Typically, there's usually a morning session like 6 to 7 o'clock in the morning and then late afternoon or early evening yoga session. That will be out on the lawn um, in beautiful San Diego. We already have at least 60 people signed up for yoga, so it's really exciting. Uh, there is a small fee for this, but you get a yoga map with putting the OM, OM into SMFM so you get to take the mat with you if you can pack it in your suitcase. Vince Brigella will be giving his presidential address on Thursday morning and he'll also be speaking Friday morning. So get ready to listen to great talks by him. He's always a great speaker and he also will be uh, giving a shout out to new board certified SMFM, so those that recently passed their boards. On Saturday morning, there's going to be a walk run for Andy Helfgott, so you can, uh, you don't, if you're not a runner, you don't have to run, but you can walk to um, support 
support him. He was a great supporter of SMFM. He ran the coding course. He ran the coding committee and was a, a program chair. Unfortunately, he passed away from a battle with pancreatic cancer. So this was really a great tribute to honor him. His family will be there as well. And there will be a few speeches about him prior to the walk. They're also giving away two iPads that are going to be, you don't have to come in first to win the iPad. <laughs> it's random who gets it. So you can also have a chance to win an iPad. The welcoming reception on Wednesday evening should also be a lot of fun because we're going to have not only a silent auction, which we've had for a few years, but this year Dr. Haywood Brown is going to be the auctioneer for a live auction, and there should be some great prizes that will be given away. An example is Dr. Mary Dalton is going to give a piece of jewelry away, and believe me, I should be bidding on that one myself, so you're going to have to bid against me for that, and some other great prizes as well. Then we also will have the silent auction that will run for about an hour and a half during the cocktail reception. There are some other great events, so um, a whole session Monday afternoon on maternal mortality that's being run by Dr. Dalton as well as Dr. James Keller. There will be special international talks about how to review literature, Cochrane reviews, meta-analysis, things like that, so look for those events too. Great talks in both plenary sessions as well as the concurrent sessions. And believe me, the posters are also outstanding. I mean, really, just because something is a poster, not an oral, you know, there's a very small difference often in the quality. Um, there were so many uh, great abstracts and so hard to choose that there are many, many great posters to look at, too. Any other things that I've missed or things you want to talk about the program? I guess the other thing is the Queen and Dinner on Thursday night. That is also something where proceeds go to the Pregnancy Foundation, and that you have to buy tickets to that. I think there are... I think there are 150 a ticket. That is something that's very nice. You can invite your fellows or other faculty members to attend and go to that dinner. And I think I also mentioned before that uh, this is one of the few years that there's a program director's course. Dr. Stone, thank you for visiting with us today, as well as for your and your co-chair's hard work on making this another excellent pregnancy meeting. The editors here at the American Journal of Perinatology are looking forward to sharing some of this great research with our readers. In the end of January 2015, prior to the opening of the pregnancy meeting, the Society for Maternal Fetal Medicine will open the conference app, theconferencewebsite.com. This app will have schedules, maps, and abstracts for the entire meeting. Look for the link to this app on www.smfm.org under the pregnancy meeting. That was the American Journal of Perinatology podcast. Thank you for listening. To find out more and to read this month's highlighted paper, go to www.tima.com forward slash AJP or check out our Facebook page at facebook.com AMJ Perinatology. If you enjoyed our podcast, Please rate us on iTunes and join us next month when we will discuss another paper from the pages of the American Journal of Perinatology. This episode was brought to you by the 35th Annual Meeting of the Society for Maternal Fetal Medicine, working together for the global advancement of safe and healthy pregnancies. To find out more and register online, go to www.smfm.org.